We are planting a big old seed today, friends. Let's dive in to talking about conditional living. You are listening to The Shift Seekers Show, created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that help you identify your unique path to change in your life and business. Expect insights, lessons and real life stories of people just like you who are embracing a life of transformation and endless possibility. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Shift Seeker Show. I am your host, Laura Hassan, and today I am coming to you with my different sounding voice than normal. My voice feels different. I can't quite put words around what's going on. There's some kind of, is there going to be a head cold? Is there not going to be a head cold game happening in the background? So we'll just roll with it. I know that, and this is going to dive us straight back, straight in, straight in, conditional living. That's what we're talking about today. The truth about conditional living. (sighs) I know there would have been a time not that long ago where showing up with, you know, oh, my voice doesn't sound quite right, would have been a condition I would have placed on being able to record or not being able to record. And so I'm really going in. Uh, We're going to go deep. We're going to go quick. We're going to just dive straight in and let's see what comes out. And I'd love to hear from you on this because I'm having an extremely powerful, very profound realization about what it means to be on the journey of or exploring the depths of unconditional living. And so today I'm going to focus on conditional living. And the reason I'm focusing on that is because that is what most of us are doing. We are mostly living our lives on a set of conditions, either that we've imposed on ourselves, that society has imposed on us, or that we have agreed to because of some other expectation, perhaps in your family, in your upbringing, whatever it is. Firstly, I want to preface this whole conversation that I'm about to share with you to say, This is not an accusation and it certainly is no judgment. Now, I know, as I said already, that there have been so many times in my life where I have stopped myself from doing something, slowed myself down, slammed the brakes on, you name it, because of some set of conditions I have placed upon myself. Now, what this might sound like is, uh, okay, here's a great example. I'm going on a plane tomorrow, going on a solo trip solo trip of which this destination I'm going to was a bucket list destination for me. And there's no possible way that I would have gone there solo before I had done the family trip and gone there in a group. Why? Because I had conditions set up around it. I had conditions based on my expectations, based on the picture I had in my mind of what I thought it was going to be, what I thought it had to be in order for me to be allowed, in air quotes, to go there in order for it to be acceptable for me to go there. And now today I'm sat here, I'm actually just taking a break from packing my suitcase because this has been rolling around my mind as I have been packing or beginning to pack that, wow, I have stepped into removing the conditions in my life that say, 
Who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing doing this trip on your own? What about your kids? What about your husband? What about the money? What about the time? What will people think? All of those are the conditions. So let's say that you are somebody who runs a business, you run an online business, and you've decided you are going to hire your first virtual assistant. And you have placed a condition around that. So when I hit 5,000, whatever your currency is, 5,000 pounds a month in my business, then I will hire some help. That is a condition. Okay, so this is what we're talking about when we talk about conditional living. I'll allow myself to do this if this happens. I'll allow myself to want that after I've made that happen, after I've achieved this. Now, what we believe, and this is linked into something that oh, makes my skin crawl to talk about it. This is really uncomfortable for me to talk about this because I know so many people personally who will feel hmm, like I'm casting judgment around the fact that they say this. When you say to people, when, when you read on social media, somebody say, oh, I just got a new car, look at my new car, or I'm going on this holiday, or oh my gosh, I just achieved this. And you see in the comments people, and you've probably done it too, I know I've definitely done it in the past, who say things like, congratulations, you deserve it, right? You deserve it. Now, under what qualifying criteria do we become the judge of who deserves what, right? When we decide, when we say, and we're not coming from that place. I know that when we say it, we're, we want to acknowledge them. We want to celebrate them. We want them to feel really good and really seen. And so we say, oh my gosh, I see you. You so deserve this. Guess what? You deserve it just because you deserve it. As Amanda Francis would say, you deserve it just because you do. There's no more to say about that. Now, where that differs is when people say you deserve it because you work so hard. You've worked so hard for this. You deserve it. You deserve it just because you do. Now, this is one of the conditions, right? Well, I will only deserve it if I work hard. I will only deserve it if I do it in a way that fits with another moral code or if I do it in a way in which people approve of. All right, if I become a millionaire, do I deserve it because I've worked hard for it more than I deserve it if I won it or I inherited it or I stole it, right? There's no criteria in place for those things because we've got this internal dialogue of what's good, bad, wrong, right, and so on and so on. So let's bring this back into the now. In the now, I am flying tomorrow. I'm headed off to the Maldives. And it's hard for me to say that without getting very emotional. It was my bucket list travel destination from being a very young child. Now, this was a bucket list destination for me because I had... Um, a set of books, like in, a mini encyclopedia. It's all about wildlife. And one of them was all under the water. It was all marine life. And I was obsessed with this book. Now in that book, the, most of the references were featuring the Indian Ocean. There were pictures of the atolls in the Maldives. And I had always just decided from that age, I wanted to go there. Now it was not about the, um, you know, the white sands and the palm trees and the turquoise waters at that point for me. I would definitely say it is now. <laughs> it was about being able to see the marine life that I was looking at in those books for myself through my own eyes. That's what I wanted. And so when it came to my 40th birthday, I decided I wanted to go on this bucket list trip. Now I decided that I deserved to go on my 40th because it was a big milestone. And so it was, you know, 
well, if you're not going to go on your 40th, when are you going to go? Like you're allowed to do it because it's your 40th birthday. If I had chosen it for myself before then, I didn't have to be living out that condition. So as I explain this, I hope I can get really specific around it because this is something that I'm having emerging awareness of and each day, each moment of each day, it's becoming deeper and deeper and I'm feeling it. It's, last week I was almost vibrating. Well, I was actually vibrating. My hands were shaking. I looked like I'd been drinking six coffees a day. I was jittery and I was sharing with my shift method facilitators in our training call that I was aware that I was expanding into a new level. And as I was expanding, I was in that moment where my body was like, and the the question I was kind of presented with was, can I allow myself to experience all of this and to continue to expand? Or am I going to start to place conditions around it? Am I going to start saying, well, hold on, this is too fast. So you're allowed to do this once you've done that. This is the order of how things go, right? You can only do this once you've done that. And so this starts from a young age, right? We, when we're at school, we get asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? We answer that based on conditions that, well, if I say I want to be a vet, then that means I'm going to have to study science. And it means I'm going to have to do this, this, and this, and this. So I can only want this after that. All conditional. Now, when we look at that, and when I remember being a young child as well, before I'd ever been old enough to consciously or even comprehend that there were alternatives, what I had been pitched as a vision was that I would marry somebody. I would grow up, I would marry somebody, a man, and that one day I would have children. And none of these things were, uh, I wasn't questioning any of them. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen to me. Almost like it was just happening before I even played a part in it. And I remember, probably was 11, 12, I remember laying in bed one night just thinking, oh my gosh, am I going to have to kiss somebody in front of all those people when I get married? I wasn't thinking about anything else, but these were all conditions that I was just accepting because of what I could see all around me. Can you see how powerful our programming is? And I, I invite you to think back to when you were younger, what did you believe was just automatically laid out as the path ahead? Right, what did you believe were the kind of, you wouldn't have called them that at this point, but what did you believe were the rites of passage? Now, for me, that was definitely, oh, well, I'm going to grow up. I'm going to get married to a man. I'm going to have a husband. I'm going to have children, multiple children. It wasn't even on the cards for me that I was going to have one. I didn't know if I wanted any of that. I really did not know if I wanted any of it. And it's really been a very interesting journey. And I can only see it now looking backwards that as I've decided I do want those things or, or, you know, what, which parts of each of those things I want, it's been a deconstructing of the conditions that I had accepted and been living my life playing out because those were the things that were handed to me. Not like somebody handed me the instruction manual for being a grown-up and said, here's here's what you have to do, but they're conditions that we're all living under. So we're living our lives in this conditional way. Well, this is the order. You have to do this first. You can't run before you can walk, right? Money doesn't grow on trees. All these conditions that we subscribe to and we allow ourselves to be held by. Now, automatically what happens is when we start to live our lives rewriting those conditions, we start to feel uncomfortable. 
And we feel uncomfortable because we look at people like our family, right? Maybe you have siblings, maybe your parents, maybe grandparents, aunts, uncles, whoever it is, whoever's in your awareness and your family who have a different reality than the one that you see as possible for you right now. And yet on an unconscious level, it, you might know it consciously. What you know consciously is the tip of the iceberg, no pun intended, but that's the truth. What's going on unconsciously is so much fear of basically being, and let's put it in its simplest form, of being outcast for being outside, like the black sheep is what we like to call it, right? Being outside of this is how we do things. Here are the conditions for being a member of this lineage of ancestry in the human race. Now, when we start to choose those things, and you might feel like you're choosing them consciously, you might feel like you're just choosing them because of the path that you're on, which would be unconsciously, whatever it is, you are starting to create your own conditions. And the more aware you become of how conditionally you have been making your life, the more awareness you get to shine on, well, how do I want it to be now? Now, one of the things we do in week one of the shift sessions is we really deeply analyze the lens through which you have been choosing the conditions you are agreeing to live out in your life moving forward until now. Well, not moving forward, until now. And would have continued doing moving forward had it not been for the fact that we've paused and done this reflection process to see it. And now we get to choose again. Now, when we choose again, what we start to do, and once we have this awareness, and this is where I'm living my life right now, is I feel like I'm on the journey to going deeper into unconditional living. Now, this does not mean like, well, rules don't apply to me and I just go and do what I want and I don't care about anybody else. It's not about throwing caution to all that is and like just completely rebelling against my existence. <laughs> this is about writing my own rules and deciding what's possible for me based on what's in my heart, what's in my desires, rather than being told what's possible. So look at, and we're talking big picture here, we're quite zoomed out when I talk about this, but let's zoom right in. Let's talk about the simple basic things. Let's talk about when we have a nine to five job or a career, right? It's conditional, right? We go through school, if we go through the traditional school education system, it's expected that we know what career path we're gonna want, we're gonna make choices at age 12, 13, 14, you name it. Somewhere in there in the early teen years, we're expected to have clarity enough that we can begin to differentiate and narrow in on our education to set us up for what we're agreeing to live out in later life. Now, is it any wonder that at a certain age, people who have been committed to a set career path ever since they were in school, as long as they can remember, perhaps their parents were in that industry or that career, is it any wonder that we get to a point where we start to question it, where we start to go, is this really what, is this like, do I even want this? Right, what is, there has to be more. That's what we tend to start asking ourselves, right? It's like, well, this can't be all there is. There must be more to life than this. Now I'm here to tell you that you get to write and create your own conditions. How magical is that? <laughs> you get to have and rewrite the rules anytime you like. It's not always easy to do it. And sometimes you need support because you've always done things a certain way. You've always made your decisions through a certain lens and a certain set of filters, usually 
checking in with who the people that matter to me, the people who I need to stay connected to from my human instinctual need for survival. I believe my body believes I need this safety. And so I will not allow or my subconscious will not allow me to choose something outside of what they believe is acceptable. And anytime I start to do that, I start to wobble. I start to feel a little unclear, a little unsure, a little buying into the mm, illusion, if you like, that, oh, I don't know if I want this. You're allowed to want what you want and you're allowed to rewrite the rules for your life and you're allowed to explore what it would be like for you to start to remove some of those conditions under which you have been living your life to date. Now let's look at societal conditioning, right? In the society and the culture that I live in and many of the people who listen to this podcast are operating within. Until recent years, women were not allowed to have control in a money, a monetary sense. It was only, it's in my lifetime here in the UK that women were allowed to go into a pub and buy an alcoholic drink without a man. That happened in the early 1980s. How ridiculous is that? That was not that long ago. And so we're slowly, I believe that we are slowly as a society, and specifically I know in my experience as a woman, I am starting to look at, wow, this has all happened in my lifetime. This is what's happened in my lifetime. What else is possible now? What have I been adopting and believing I needed to fulfill as my role here as a human, as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, as a daughter, sister, friend, you name it, all of the hats that we might wear, I'm just mentioning mine, that have restricted me, that have stifled me, that have made me feel insecure, that have made me feel like I'm not good enough because I either don't enjoy doing those things or I'm not very good at it. What if we allowed ourselves to really excel in the things that we are good at, the things that really light us up and motivate us? What would that look like? I can tell you that that would be taking a very interesting step down the path of exploring unconditional living. Now, I'm going to close us here because I feel like what I'm doing, I feel like what this episode is, is planting a seed. I feel like what we've just done is I've just shared with you a little of what is going on for me behind the scenes. Now I'm going off on this trip to the Maldives. Now this morning we've been at a birthday party. My youngest um, hit one of his or two of his school friends had a birthday party and I could feel today I didn't want anybody else to know that I was going on this trip to the Maldives solo and that my husband and my two children would be staying at home doing the day-to-day routine while I was in the Maldives in a beautiful resort, being pampered, looking after myself, dreaming, just moving my body in the ways that I feel guided to day to day because I chose that for myself. I felt like I needed to just, nobody told me to do this, but I felt like, and I've spoken about this before when we were, um, when I shared my story about the weekly blow dries, the, I perceived that it might make people uncomfortable. Now, it's not my business to do that. Nobody told me it was going to make them uncomfortable. Actually, everybody was very interested and like, oh, wow, that would be amazing. And I was uncomfortable is the truth. I was uncomfortable with people knowing I'm getting to go and do that. I'm starting to feel a little guilty because there are people here who are juggling 
things in their lives, right? Lots of us, all humans are juggling all the things, but people who are juggling lots of things who wish they could do that. And that's when, when I pause, and that's why I had to come and record this episode now, it's like, that guilt is so interesting because I'm able and I'm able to choose to go to the Maldives with Chris's support because this is the life that I chose to live, because of the steps that I have been taking over the last 10 years at least towards exploring an unconditional lifestyle. And I get to own that. And it's in the ownership of unconditional living and knowing that, you know, it's one of those things of like, well, I'm not living fully unconditionally. So am I allowed to talk about that? Am I allowed to own that? I know that when I'm on the journey of doing it, that you want to go on the journey too. That when one person goes on their journey, it inspires somebody else to do it too. So consider this an opening, a prelude, if you like. I have created something today, which if you want to hear more about this, and specifically here on the podcast, I'm sharing the truth about and I'm giving you lots of things that hopefully you're taking value away from. And I know that you are actually, I've had some beautiful messages this week, this week alone, through Instagram in my DMs, I've been reduced to tears at least three times by your gorgeous comments. People saying I've just got chills all over my body as I say it. People saying, Oh my gosh, when I listen to you, it's like hearing the truth that I've always known but couldn't quite put into my own words. It just feels like truth. And that's what I want. I want to share the truth with you. I want to shine light on what might be possible that you might have always believed wasn't. Just because you've always believed it doesn't mean it's true. And so we're having these conversations here. Now, the conversations that I'm not having here on the podcast, I did want to have somewhere. Now, those are the kind of conversations where I'm sharing what I'm navigating in my personal life. Like what decisions am I coming up against? Where is my edge? Where am I finding things stretchy? What am I expanding into right now? I'm going to be documenting all of that for myself. And I have a, I have set up a little telegram channel that you can join. You can click the link to join so that you can hear those updates if it's of interest to you. Now, that's not about giving value to you necessarily. This is a place that I'm documenting for me. And if you want to hear it and you feel like it might be helpful to you in some way, then feel free to come and tune in and have a listen to what's going on for me. And of course, I'm happy because I'm sharing that. I'm happy for you to ask me any questions about it. Instagram is always the best place at Totally Laura. Come and dive in and let's have this conversation. What would it look like for you to start to remove some of the conditions that you've currently been living your life agreeing to? What are some of those that you've always thought, well, this is what you do, isn't it? This is how you do, right? You go to school, you get a job, you get married, you have kids, you grow up, you retire, yada, 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 all of the things. What do you want to choose for yourself? What do you, where do you want to create some space so that you could even look at what else you might want to choose for yourself? And know that as I say that, for me, the the first step into exploring this unconditional living was about really allowing myself to anchor into safety. And I'm sure I've shared this previously on the podcast, that when I allowed myself to look at what I wanted, that it wasn't going to mean that I was going to want to run away from my whole life as I know it already. Because that was my biggest fear was that if, if I really allow myself to want what I want, what if I don't want what I have? What if I want to go and live in the jungle? What if I don't want to be a wife or a mom or any of those other hats that I wear that I mentioned? 
Now, the good news is that's not what happened. And I have definitely gone deeply into this exploration and I continue to do it. Part of the reason I love these solo trips so much is it allows me space to really tune into what do I want? Where do I want to create? Where do I want to look next? What do I want to focus on? How do I feel about all these different things that are going on in our lives? So that's what I have for you today. Now, if you want that link to the Telegram channel, which I've called The Truth About Unconditional Living. Now, this episode is The Truth About Conditional Living. If you want to dive into The Truth About Unconditional Living, which is me sharing my own personal journey and perhaps some other things that come up up along the way, there's no promise there, right? This is not like, oh, expect regular episodes and updates. It's not that. That's what the podcast's for. What you can expect here is a new episode every Friday. And what you can expect there are downloads when they come, like when I'm like flashed with inspiration that I'm going to be speaking there and it's going to be documented and saved and you'll be able to come and listen. So if you want that, if you want that link, then I would suggest you come and DM me on Instagram at Totidora and say, unconditional living, please. I will know you've listened to this episode and I will know that you're ready to come and dive deeper and that that's going to show me that we're ready, right? We're talking the same language. We're thinking what else is possible for us more than we've only seen till now. And you don't have to do anything, right? I'm not asking you to go and rip up everything you know as, as it exists currently. I'm talking about just what else might be possible? What have I not even contemplated yet that could be a tiny change, a tiny thing that I add into my life that would feel so good. Because when I do that, everybody around me wins too. You're amazing. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait. I feel I'm taking a microphone with me to the Maldives because I feel like I'm going to be struck with inspiration to record more episodes for you. I can't wait to hear what you've got to say about this episode. So please do me a favor. Please, if you're listening and you are an Instagram user, please take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your stories, tag me at Totally Laura so I can share, support, connect with you, you name it. And let's have this conversation. Let's spread it far and wide and come and join me in the Telegram. Remember to DM me for that little link and I will see you on the next episode. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. (laughs) If you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs.